Hey everybody, welcome to All Things Country Podcast. Thanks for listening as always. Uh, every episode is brought to you by Mr. Bob Price, Inferno Studios, man. Uh, my tattoo guy, uh, just, he is awesome. Uh, you can see, you can see his work and you can see the sleeve that we are doing. Uh, my sleeve is a country uh, outlaw theme. So we got Johnny Cash, we got Willie, we got Murrow, Whalen, George Jones, we got Hank Sr., little Hank the Third. Uh, his portraits are amazing. Check out the work. It's inferno slash studios dot com bob price great dude great artist uh just check him out follow him uh you can follow him on his instagram his uh facebook so on the interwebs follow him like him comment on him we're gonna do actually he's gonna be on this podcast uh in december we're gonna do a live podcast for the first time from his studio and we're going to finish my sleeve and we're gonna broadcast that live too so it's gonna be fun we're gonna have some other fun stuff too so Pay attention, listen out, watch the watch the website atcpod.com for that info, and we'll get uh, we'll get that rolling. And we're also brought to you every episode by Big Head Caps, man. Uh, big Head Caps. They found me on the interweb, and they were like, "Hey, you got a big head?" And I was like, "Yep." They're like, "Hey, we make hats for people with big heads. It's kind of like a match made in heaven." So if you have a hard time finding hats, these are your people. So it's bigheadcaps.com and we're working on a uh, promo code to get you a discount so uh, keep listening out for that but check them out bigheadcaps.com there you go so this podcast is coming out Tuesday November 8th 2016 and that is voting day that's election day that's when it all ends that's when we are going to know who is going to be the next president of the United States. And I don't really get involved in politics. You won't really hear me talk about it too much because I don't know enough about it to to speak on it. You can't argue. I think a lot of problem is people want to argue and they don't know what they're arguing about. And then it leads to anger. And that's why <clears throat> if you're uneducated about something, don't get into an argument with somebody, especially if that somebody is educated in it. You're not going to win no matter what you do. So it's a losing battle. That's why I don't talk about it. But uh, I'm sure like a lot of Americans, I don't vote. Uh, if you vote, that's great. If you don't, that's great too. That's your right in this country, right? So if you want to vote, vote. If you don't, don't. I choose not to. I don't know who I would vote for in this election anyways. Honestly, it would probably be Gary Johnson. I couldn't. I couldn't consciously vote for either Hillary or Trump. I don't know how you feel. Uh, it's, it's understood to be a politician, you have to be a good liar. Okay, I understand that. We expect that from these people. You know, I think a lot of things that goes on, we don't want to know about. And I'm glad we don't. So I'm glad that they keep that shit from us. But there's some things that we should know too. So there's a there's an expected amount of bullshit to put up with. But with these two, I just it's too much, I think. I was listening to Trump talk. I just... He is very good at pandering. He is very good at pandering. That's pretty much all he's doing. It's a show. To me, it seems like a show. I don't think he really knows the in and outs of running a country. 
And I, I, I love Joe Rogan's podcast. I listen to it all the time. And he says multiple times that, you know, the idea of one person running the country or basically the world because our president controls a lot of that, right, is, is ridiculous. It's not needed this day and age. We don't need a single, you know, not that the president has that much authority. So it is what it is. Either way, if you're voting today, I hope you make a good choice. Uh, this episode is going to air, like I said, Tuesday. So if you're listening to it on the way to the polls, vote smart. Uh, I said before the South Park even aired the episode that it was like that South Park episode uh, between what the giant douche or a turd sandwich or something like that. It's just, I don't know. Good luck is all I got to say. Good luck, America. We'll see what happens. We'll see. I feel like Idiocracy, the movie, is coming to fruition. You know what I mean? Have you seen the movie? Uh, they they try to water plants with Gatorade and shit, and the president is like a wrestler, and it's just, I feel, we're headed there, man. We are headed just the dumbing down of America. We need to do something about it. When they formed this country, one of the leaders said that every generation needs to have a revolution, okay? Meaning that every generation needs to basically strip down the government and start it over again. Because if you don't do that, then we have what happens today. Too much power, too much corruption. And it's too far in. It needs to be completely just taken down to the bare bones and rebuilt again. You know what I mean? And listen, I'm, I'm not I'm not opposed on changing a lot of the things, okay? People are worried about guns. I love guns. I shoot guns all the time. I'm not worried about that. That's not. They're not going to take your guns, okay? Calm down about that. They're not going to do it. You'll be fine. So, I think that's enough. Just vote wisely today, I guess. And then we will see... Uh, we'll see Wednesday what happens, right? I guess... I don't know. It's going to be interesting either way. Think about that. So, uh, all right, enough politic talk. Drives me nuts, man. I'm glad when it, I'll be glad when it's over. So, this episode today, very, very fun episode. I enjoyed it greatly. Uh, these two girls, very lovely, very nice, just down to earth. Uh, I heard them at the Night Owl. Uh, they're awesome. Uh, they formed the band called Elias. Uh, and it's Ashley and Samantha, uh, two young ladies from South Africa, moved over to the States, ended up going to Belmont uh, for music, songwriting, uh, formed a duo, and they do some, uh, they changed my whole, we talk about it in the podcast, I always got on musicians for doing covers, because I feel it's easy, and as a comedian, I think it's a jealousy thing, because I can't just go and make money you know, being uh, Ralphie May or, you know, Gabriel or whatever big comic you can find, right? Because I can make a shit ton of money. That would be awesome. But you can't do that in comedy. And I get mad when musicians can. And I think it's it's unfair. I shouldn't. But I do. So, I mean, that is what it is. But uh, I listened to a couple of these these ladies. Uh, their videos, they did a remake of Wrecking Ball, Miley Cyrus. They did a, um, they did a mix with, like, Katy Perry and another artist and... It was just, it was awesome. It was not, it was unique to them. They, so they, they kind of changed my whole perspective on, on that. Uh, they, you know, they, they put time and effort into it and we talk about, it, they make it their own. So, uh, it was really cool. The, the episode, we cover a lot of stuff, um, from 
Uh, we talk about, you know, them growing up in South Africa to uh, their writing styles to uh, getting mistaken for other people. So it all comes up. Uh, like I said, just two great, great, great young ladies. Very talented. Uh, after the episode, listen, because I'm going to play one of their tracks. Uh, so that'll be right after the end of it. It's one of their uh, original songs. So you will enjoy it. It's one of the ones I heard that made me want to put them on the podcast in the first place. Um, yeah. So a lot of fun. Uh, like I said, I love meeting good people. One of the reasons I'm doing this podcast is to meet cool people and to kind of just get to know them a little better through 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 the talking and listening. And it was it was fun. Great talk. So we're going to get right to it. All right, guys. I appreciate you listening. Make sure you check out the website this week. I am Orla- I'm in Orlando, Florida. So uh, check me out. I'm going to be at the Improv as well in Orlando. And uh, check out atcpod.com. So here we go. Two young ladies. Very beautiful, very talented, from South Africa, now living here in Tennessee. Form up the group, Elias. Here we go with uh, Ashley and Samantha. Second time we've done the podcast. Mm-hmm. First time it's going to air. Uh, the first time I just wanted to. I, you guys, I heard you guys at the night out mm-hmm. in Nashville, and I was in the back, and uh, I came out, and I heard some people singing. I was like, "What is happening?" I saw you guys on stage, and you were just funny. The crowd loved you. Mm-hmm. I mean, best pe- best part of the night. Yes, everyone, as far as reaction goes, you got the most from what I saw. Uh, so I want to have you guys in. Uh, Ashley, Samantha, mm-hmm. hi, hello. Mm-hmm. <laughs> From South Africa, yes, living in Nashville, correct. Uh, part of the group Elias, mm-hmm. and we'll get more into that. Uh, so you guys are born in South Africa, and then we moved to the states. Uh, would you say twenty? Two thousand four. Two thousand four. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I was saying twenty. And you moved to Indiana. Twenty oh four. Twenty oh four. That's what I was going. In twenty oh four. So you moved to Indiana. So what, what what kind of culture shock was that going from you guys are from Cape Town? Yes. Yes. Right. And that's which South Africa. Yes. Uh Cape Town, Johannesburg. Yes. Maps. Yeah. <laughs> right? Well, there's like three places I feel people know in Africa. Yes. That's like right. Egypt, the Congo, and maybe South Africa. Or the Savannah. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And you were just in South Africa. Correct. You went what'd you go home yeah. for? Uh just for a trip. Honestly, it was just awesome. I got to Kind of show my person around my childhood and my city. I hope he listens to that. Well, you're my, my person. My person. Yeah, you know, like this is my person right here. <laughs> we also went for Nikki's sh- a baby shower. I did. My cousin is pregnant. Oh wow! And so they kind of it's a surprise shower. So they've organized it for when I was going to be there 
And so she didn't know that I was coming. So I flew all the way there. I literally landed within like 20 minutes of the thing starting. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was that quick of a turnover. Um, and so I, they blindfolded her and I stood in front of her and she almost went into labor right there. She was so surprised. <laughs> hey, well, surprised to see you. Well, here we go. It was awesome. From a baby shower to a baby having. Well, that's good. So you really close with your family over there then? Yes. Nice. Yeah. Um, my cousin and I kind of, we all kind of grew up like sisters. Mm-hmm. Okay. Nice. Yeah. yeah. That's good. Family is very important. Yeah. And I know because the last time that you guys came in, uh, your your person was with you. Yes. And, uh, <laughs> and your mom as well. Yeah. And your mom's a sweetheart. Yeah. Uh, and they support your career, right? Yes. I, yeah. Yeah. And that's so important. I mean, definitely is. especially with me in common, there's no way I would have been able to do it without the, without the support of that. So that's awesome. So you fly to Africa, put your cousin in the labor. <laughs> almost almost yes uh, i did that once on a comedy show this girl actually started to go into labor and afterwards i was signing uh autographs and her friend's like hey my friend wants to see you she's, she's having contractions i'm like we'll go to the hospital like, i'm not gonna like i don't know what you want me to do here like when you, you should she like they're just hardcore it was in oregon they're like yeah she's fine you know yeah. we'll, we'll have it in the car on the way home or, or whatever they do out there so uh, I saw some pictures because I was Facebook stalking because that's what I do. Mm-hmm. Um, so you got you went to the beach. I saw that. Yes. Beautiful there. Mm-hmm. And you yeah, guys grew up near cool. the beach? Yes. That, that The photo that you saw is actually where we grew up. Oh, wow. So, yeah, that's the table view area. Oh, wow. So, yeah, I can't even uh, just picture just picture like the bluest ocean with the white sand beaches. It's just, mm-hmm. it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. I love it. I mean, it. I'm, as far as I'm a woods guy as opposed to like an ocean guy, but there's just something about being near the water, yeah. you know, it's just, it's calming just hearing the waves in and out. So that's cool. Yeah. So, uh, culture shock wasn't too bad going to Indiana. I mean, no, it was tremendous. It was, yeah. <laughs> I, wish, I was going to say horrific. Like, no, but I tried to. Okay. I wish people could have saw your face. Just like, just like wow, that was pretty bad. Uh, what, what were the major differences, you think? I mean, other than it's Midwestern United States. Um, it was too hard to understand me. So for the first year, no one really spoke to me. Oh, okay. Uh, there was the misconception that I did voodoo. Oh, yeah. Because I'm voodoo. Voodoo. I know. <laughs> really. Words are hard. Words are hard. Uh, that I did voodoo uh, because I'm from Africa, so naturally. Well, uh, so there was like a fear, and so it was just like, okay. Wow, is that even is that's more like uh, I want to say like, is that African where voodoo comes from? Af- Africa. I know I, like the Haitians I, do it. So yeah, maybe, yeah, I don't know. I'm, maybe I know it's more tied with like the Creole, North. yeah, Creole culture. But it is there's more yeah, like witch doctors, doctors and, okay. and I think that yeah. is voodoo. Maybe I don't know. Well, like you said, first people asked you uh, when you got back if you saw animals. Yeah. Because when mm-hmm. people think of Africa, they're like, oh, there's lions and stuff. Yeah. yeah. So that I'm must like, be the Did you have a picture off? Yeah. I was like, I wish I did. But yeah, right. Unfortunately not. Because that'd be cool as crap. Right. Not everyone gets a giraffe in Africa. <laughs> so if you're listening, you don't. <laughs> and there's cities with yes. cars and people. Very, Very metropolitan. metropolitan. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> oh, there we go. That was, <laughs> that was beautiful. That was beautiful. So that's that's some in sync stuff right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's crazy. Just people's misconceptions of, of what they know and what they don't. Yeah. Uh, so, when uh, you guys, when did you start singing? 
I remember last time you said you didn't even know you could sing. Correct. Right? Yeah. I wanted to be an actress first and did more dancing than singing until I came to the United States and I was like, well, I'm going to try out for this musical. I was in eighth grade and then I got the lead. Oh, wow. And I was like, what? Yeah. This is awesome. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that kind of launched that whole, oh, I can sing, let's do this stuff. That's crazy how you just fall into it. And Samantha, you went, you went singing, you knew, how did, how did it happen for you? I, I don't, I don't think there was like a definitive moment of like, oh, I'm going to sing now. It was just kind of, we grew up with my mom, she used to be in the worship band, she was in theater, she was in, you know, she was, she was very musical. My dad got none of that. None. So all of our, like creative talents is from my mom oh wow um so we kind of just like grew up with that and then i don't know i always used to be shy so when i was in south africa i was always just like deathly afraid to sing in front of people and then i don't know we came here that's a big lie oh (laughs) you were not shy i was shy when it came to my singing not as a person i always like i was that child that like Wanted to scare everyone and thought I was like an animal and was like, <laughs> gonna frighten people. She would jump out from behind doors going, Rawr! Oh wow. Yeah. yeah. There you go. She was the cutest. <laughs> and we have a photo with her fists raised and she's like, let's fight. And like, I love that. She's got a little bob cut, blonde, <laughs> that blonde bowl hair. haircut. The boy haircut. Oh, yeah. so cute little bangs. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah, I was, I was definitely hyperactive and like loud and terribly thug like. Maybe. I don't, I don't know. No, that's you now. Yeah. No, that's, <laughs> she likes to believe that. That's, yeah. that's okay. where you mold okay. it into. It's my dream. Right? <laughs> don't, don't step on her dreams. Don't. But, um, but when it came to like the talent part of it, I didn't really enjoy singing in front of people. From hmm. what I can remember. But I don't know. You, you come here and... I don't know. In 2008, we were like, okay, we're going to sing together. Yeah, and I didn't form the. Oh, that's when it was. Yeah, okay, two thousand eight. Wow, so eight years. You guys been, that's amazing. Uh, So you guys are early teens, late teens, early twenties when you started, Mm -hmm. obviously. Yeah, Um, yeah, late teens. So eight years. That's to do anything because I've been doing comedy for seven years. To do anything for that long, you got to have that passion. You got to have that dedication. So you guys formed in Indiana, or did you form when you came here? We formed in Indiana. In Indiana. Okay. So you guys were still before you came to college. Correct. And uh, what was your first performance like together? Do you guys remember? The very first thing we did together was a Demi Lovato cover in my mother's bathroom in our house in Indiana. Nice. Because um, uh, we were very camp rock, like heavily into camp rock. High school, high school, school, school Jonas Brothers, like, woo, yes. Yeah. Like, <laughs> diehard fans. Um, and then I think we played a... We were taking voice lessons at the time, and I think they did like a street showcase of, it was like a school, and they did a showcase of all the students, and we, we sang on the street. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Have you guys done that here yet? Just like go down Broadway and just start belting? No. No? No. Yeah, that's probably not. I, you know, that's not something that I'm not against. No, that's a double negative. <laughs> <laughs> that's not something that I'm not against yeah you know I'm, I'm open to the idea of like going to do that just for, to say that we did it just to say you just did for it. the experience like yeah. why not what's the worst that gonna happen I have to learn guitar again I mean we could get recalled 
I think it's funny. Other than that. <laughs> well, I thought about doing it comedy wise. Just go, but it's so hard. But to just go and yell jokes on the corner like. Hey, I know. You know. Yeah. But yeah, probably too many drunks on Broadway. I yes, think. yes, it can get True. a little. I'll have to take my person with me. Yeah, you have to bring your person. <laughs> His name is Ryan, by the way. Right. <laughs> we'll, we'll put a name to the person. No, he's he's a really nice guy. I got to meet him last time, so that's until he re- hears this podcast. <laughs> so I'm your person now. That's gonna get him, you know, some kind of leeway um, on something down the road when he messes up or when you met. Or yeah, when he messes up. Or the time you call me a person, like yeah, all right, here's my card. <laughs> One free get out of jail card. Not that you would put him in jail. Nah. <clears throat> Your person. You, I like that. <laughs> um, so, and like I said, uh, we talked about before we started the podcast. Uh, I didn't really do my due diligence. Uh, I heard you guys. I knew you guys were talented. And we did the interview so quick, I didn't get a chance to look up and see what you guys had out there content-wise. So then I started going on your YouTube, which we'll post uh mm-hmm on the on the website and on the uh, actual uh show itself but so i went and i saw these uh you guys do a lot of covers and i've always been really critical on covers and for me being a comic because i I get mad maybe it's a jealousy thing because i can't go and uh you know like just do a cover of someone's jokes on stage right so i had that attitude and it's not a right attitude Sometimes I'm just a, a hypocrite and I can't help it. But so I'm listening to these covers you guys did. Uh, the first one I heard was you guys did the Katy Perry mm-hmm. Dark Horse, and it was a mashup. Mm-hmm. Yes, and it was awesome. Thank you. And yeah, because I mean, it wasn't a, you. It wasn't a cut. You made it your own. But and I, I try to do that. Yeah, no, and I appreciated that. And, and the Wrecking Ball too was just so. I guess how do you guys? Where does that come from? When you hear a song and you say, "Oh, we want to do this." Where, where does it come from hearing it to uh, this is how we're going to put our own our own spin on it, our style? Does that happen organically or is that something you guys... Yeah, I mean, for the most part, it's yeah. organic. Um, we do have some elements that we like just for jam purposes for mm-hmm. ourselves. Um, but honestly, it's just like you hear the song and you love the song mm-hmm. and then you're like, okay, how can I take the song and kind of semi-improve it slash put your own spin on it so that it's not that's the thing about doing covers um especially being in a you know performing arts college well a college that a university that has a huge performing arts department um you hear a lot of covers that's honestly what you perform the most and my biggest pet peeve was when people would just literally copy and paste what the artist did and they was like so why did I just waste three minutes of my life when I could have just put in the original version, right. you know, that has a lot more production than your acoustic version? Right. Um, so it was always about what mo- what would motivate someone to listen to our version than the original. Right. Um, not saying that we were successful in, you know, improving it or making it better than the original by any means. It's just... We always have that idea of why would someone want to watch this for right. three right. minutes and 40 mi- like seconds. With Wrecking Ball, you know, I think people concentrated on the like the original, like Miley Cyrus' version, the music video. Right. And like all of that instead of actually listening to the song Such and the good. words. Yeah. 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 And for us, it was just like, okay, sit in a gazebo with some trees and <laughs> sing. <laughs> 
because it is a stunning song. The lyrics yeah. are beautifully written, Very. and there's yeah. such like passion and heartache in that song. And all people thought of and was talking, all they were talking about was the video. Yeah, because she's naked on a wrecking ball. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but no, you're right. Because I actually I'm a big fan of the song, and you're right. The lyrics are amazing. The song itself is amazing. So and and even in your video that I saw, so you had like uh, with friends. Are they mm-hmm. uh, part of your school or in, part of your school? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're all using good words right now. Right? <laughs> Uh, they all go to Belmont. Yes. Right. Yes. So who does your who did your videos? Who does that production? Um, it varies based yeah. on video to video. Because um, it's good quality. It's mm-hmm. not you know it's not just your average. It's a good quality video. We've yeah we've been blessed. Those two the ones that you've mentioned, uh, the Katy Perry and the Wrecking Ball was a, f- a friend of ours at the time, Emily Newton, um, and she was just like an all around person who did like the track and the vocals and then the video and the editing. So. We're really blessed to have her be able to do that. The more recent ones that posted this year. Um, Ethan's was one. Mm-hmm. Right? Ethan's, yeah. That was really good. We don't talk anymore. Uh, yeah. The video is uh, by Bellhop Sweet. Um, it's a guy named Gil. He's freaking talented. Look him up. Mm-hmm. His stuff He's is great. Bell Sweet. Bellhopsweet.com. Bellhopsweet.com. Media. Sorry, Gil. Well, yeah, we should get that right. <laughs> Well, well, we'll put that. We'll I'll put a link to it yeah. for the show too, so um, we can. Yeah. yeah, and then the the track is uh, a friend of ours, Kevin. He's Kevin Hutchins. We he's kind of like our like producer, producer slash yeah. friend. He helps us with the original stuff. And well. he's the one that was at the night out with you. Yes, he was playing the mm-hmm. keyboard. Yes. Okay. Yeah. When, when did you guys meet him? At school. Oh, nice. I'm pretty sure like freshman year. Yeah, well, we weren't really friend freshman year, but a sophomore year, him and I started working together. He was my accompanist uh, for all my commercial lessons and mm-hmm. stuff like that, and we just became friends, and then we started writing together and producing together, and so far, it's been awesome. That's great, yeah. Oh, you, yeah, y'all have great chemistry together, because mm-hmm. I, I was even thinking that uh, the one song that you were singing at the Night Owl uh, was one of, I can't, I'm sorry if I can't remember the name of it, but... Uh, it was like a crescendo part where he was getting heavy on the keyboard and you were just following along. And yeah. was it Bombs Away, maybe? Is that a song? Maybe Reckless. Bombs Away is a song. It is a song we did, yes. Okay. I but feel like that one may have was been... It slower? Was it slower? Was it like no, it was, it was kind of beatier. It was oh. like a little up, more Maybe upbeat. Bombs Away, man. Bombs Away. Yeah. That, was the, that was the last song we did. Was it? Yeah. I just remember there was a part where it just felt like because you guys were just so in sync that your voice was going along and it was kind of like going upbeat. And I remember just... that happening, but I don't know on what song. <laughs> <laughs> I saw it too. Memories are just all jumbled. Yeah. Uh, so, that's, so you met him and <clears throat> he helps you write the music? Because you have originals as well, right? Mm-hmm. Correct. Is Bombs Away an original? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. That might have been the one I'm thinking of. What was the other one? We did Reckless, which was kind of like a ballady type. And that's another original? Yes. Nice. Um, and then we did Play to Win, which is also not... Most of the songs we did, other than yeah. Heathens, all the other songs we did were original. Were originals? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Besides for We Don't Talk Anymore. Oh, we just had the two covers out of the set. Oh, nice. That's awesome. Uh, and where do you guys get your... Because uh, writing music can't be easy. I mean, I mean, how? where do you get your... Where do you draw from to to write depends on the song yeah depends on the situation well well speaking of that set bombs away was um about ashley's person (laughs) 
Is okay. that right? Yes. <laughs> it's the most happy song I've written in a very long yes. time. <laughs> um, yeah. Written with Colton Jones, who was in the Wrecking Ball video. Okay. Like Ryan there. Yeah, he's one of our really close friends. Um, Reckless was <laughs> about a guy experience I had, which I also wrote with Colton. Play to Win was also a guy experience I had. Oh, wow. <laughs> and her and I <laughs> which wrote I wrote together. with Ashley. Yeah. Um, so honestly, most of it's just like personal, just like everyday life kind of just happening. It depends. Like Sam's really good at writing songs about very specific uh, moments or experiences about herself. I tend to write songs, um, I'll make up this idea in my head mm -hmm. and then write the song based on the perspective of either one of the people in the moment. You kind of like, oh, well. does that make view sense? it from a character sense. Yeah, no. Uh, yeah. Comedy's like that a little bit, I think. There's comics that can do these jokes that are so far out there from themselves. Uh, I can't do that. I'm, I'm, I, I write from personal experience. Mm -hmm. I can't put myself, like you said, outside of that and look on this other perspective. I don't have that ability. Everything I do comes pretty straightforward. Right. So yeah, no, it's, I didn't, I didn't, it's weird how things will translate into yeah. different arts. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so it's nice that we have each other to balance that out so that, you know, it doesn't feel super far-fetched. Mm. Right. Um, yeah. But I just, I like the, I guess I like the challenge of writing from someone else's perspective. Like I heard the song by um, Jasmine Sullivan, In Love With Another Man. And the whole story is that she's apologizing to the person she's with now because she's in love with someone else. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. um, and I heard that song. I was like, oh my gosh, what a fun concept. And so I was like, what would a song what would my version of that song be? And so I wrote a song called Truth Is where it's this conversation with the person you're with right now. You're saying, I'm so sorry, but like I met my soulmate and it's not you. <laughs> you right, know? right. Um, so I love that idea, the challenge of trying to write my version of a song that she did. That's great. And I think it's not a song like that's really going to hit home because that happens a lot. Yeah. You know, people are in these relationships where it's like, well, we're here, but I'm just not, you know, I'm not where you are, maybe. Yeah. And that really helps people relate. So that's, that's awesome. So you guys have a really good view on uh, everything. And being sisters, I mean, that's got to be hard, right? Do you guys butt heads? Or are you guys pretty good together? We're pretty uh, good. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> See, we're so that good. We speak. You guys are right on it. Right in sync. That's if awesome. If we do have a disagreement or something, it's... We've had like a blowout fight and it's like, it's like a five minute, five minute around. thing. And then we're like, okay, so you want to go get ice cream? Okay. And we're like, okay, cool. Great. Okay. Bye. <laughs> it's not this, this huge, like drag out thing. Yeah. Right. My mom kind of raised us with the idea that siblings don't have to fight. Yeah. And she raised us with the mentality, like this is your best friend for life. Like oh. no matter who comes and goes, um, she's always going to be there. And so that definitely has translated and helped. Right. You know, growing up, doing music together. That's and, great. Yeah, my mom just, I guess just life in general, you just tend to realize that family is most important. Because, you know, like every movie, oh, daughter and mom are fighting or sisters are fighting. And it's like, it doesn't have to be like that. Yeah. Just no. put in a little more time and effort into it. That's very well said. Yeah, time and effort is, mm -hmm. yeah, it's key. Yeah. Uh, understanding not yeah my family can't get that they hate each other they don't hate each other but they fight a lot so like 
Yeah, we're not allowed to have family reunions anymore. It's court ordered. <laughs> I wish, yeah, I wish I was making that up. I'm not. Uh, so when you guys write together, I mean, so you just, uh, if you guys, so you, you have a song and you guys see differently on how it should go. How does that work itself out? Or, uh, what's your process there? We, we try and like talk about it, but then if it's just like, we're feeling different, then we honestly, we take it to Kevin and we're like, okay, which one goes better? Which one do you like better? Nice. So we kind of get like a third opinion or we ask my mom or another friend. And then honestly, it's up to them to decide. So we can't be upset about it because and how it's kind of worked lately is I will have thought of a chorus melody or I have like a chorus that I've written and then someone be like oh I really love that let's sit down and write it and it's because you know I kind of had the inspiration for the song initially and I kind of she tries to pick my brain about what I want yeah. the song to be about and so then we collaborate on that mm-hmm. so it's kind of like whoever initiated the song right um because we always try to come to a writing session with something then that person just kind of takes the lead. Otherwise, you know, if we start from scratch, then it's you mold the concept first and then you kind of go from there. Nice. Mess with melodies and stuff. So yeah. it's kind of, we always, yeah, the song <clears throat> we always make sure that we have kind of like a consensus of where we want the song to go, like right. what we want the song to say. Kind of like a roadmap. And then yeah. one yeah. of you guys will take the wheel on and the other will kind of help navigate it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a good way to go about it. Yeah. Yeah, that way you get you get the collaboration. You're not trying to overstep each other, and the creative process can flow a little better. Yeah, that's great. And the one thing great about being in Nashville and living here is just that so many people that you guys can artists just getting together and meeting up. And once you get so many people in a room together, and then it's just even if it doesn't necessarily help you at that moment, I think it puts that into you. It's that creative energy. It's it's just it's beneficial for everyone involved. Right. Yeah. And uh, I was talking about. Uh, Maren Morris mm-hmm. is one of my, I love her. And that song, uh, that's my, my, my church. My church mm-hmm. Yeah. I was listening to her and she wrote that song. She was just driving along the road and the radio was on and she just got sparked to write that song and then her and her buddy wrote it and that's how it came, mm-hmm. which is awesome. Yeah. And you were telling me you, uh, last story, <laughs> you would tell oh that gosh. story. Yeah. Was... <laughs> so you know how people are like, oh my word, you look like so-and-so. Actually, people say Ashley looks like Jennifer God when she smiles. You know, I can see her. You know, (laughs) she's very stoic all the time. It's like normal, right? I have gotten Leanne Rhymes, Britney Spears, like all these. I'm just like, I don't see it, but thank you. Right. But this particular occasion, I was downtown with my friends. We had just Tori Kelly had just performed at the Ryman, and we were walking like a couple blocks away so we can get an Uber. All of a sudden, this woman, she's like, she's like, oh, hello. And I'm like, oh, okay. Like, people kind of imitate my accent all the time. They think I'm British. Okay, that's fine. I was like, oh, hey, you know, normal person chilling on the street. She's like, you did so well tonight. I was like, oh, okay, thanks. I was like, what? <laughs> kind of like, this is a fluke. It's fine. All of a sudden, before I can do anything, this woman has her arms around me. And she's like, can I take a photo? I'm like, sure. Before I can even respond, the flash is going off. I'm like, oh, okay. My friends literally turned around and walked away. They were laughing so hard. I was like, I literally, the woman walked away and I was like, what is happening? I was like, they think I'm someone and they're going to wake up tomorrow and know that they made a huge mistake. Right. Because no. <laughs> Turns out my friend Googled it and he texted me later and he's like, they think you're Marin Morris because she performed. She was like the guest singer at the, uh, the uh, 
Keith Urban and like Vince Gill concert or whatever that was happening that night. Oh, wow. And we were both wearing floral jumpers. And I was like, oh, okay, kind of makes sense, but not Marin at all. She's beautiful. No. She's great, but not her. Simon <laughs> has like a random photo yeah. of Marin Morris. Yeah, she's like, look who I miss. No, no, not her. She's telling everybody, yeah. yeah. It's like, you know, I got the picture. No. Nope. My Nashville experience. <laughs> it was going to be like, who is that? Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully she doesn't like meet Marin one day. It's like, remember that one time? She was like, no, not me. Sorry. She's like, here, I got a picture. He's like, no. No. I love how aggressive she was. Yeah. She's like, yeah, hey, we're doing it. She obviously <laughs> didn't get the Nashville memo. No. When you see someone famous, you just leave them alone. Yeah, right. That's the thing about, I love Nashville, but all these other people, and I understand that I'm an implant myself, but I'm an implant that chose to adapt to the culture. Ah, you see? see? Instead of an implant who's just like, this is how I do it in my town. <laughs> Let me f up what's happening here. <laughs> I love that. I love that attitude. I wish more people would uh, would. You know, because here's the deal. The beauty of Nashville is that you can walk down the street or go to a Starbucks and see someone famous. I went to Starbucks and I saw Martina McBride, and I sat there and I was a little bit starstruck, just a little bit. Yeah. But I was just like, she's just a person enjoying her cup of coffee. You know, and everyone left her alone, and she felt the freedom and the ability to just sit there and enjoy her life like a normal person. Or right. you can at least just be like, "Your music's great. Have a great day," and you just walk like, away, grab them. But now it's like all these people like, <laughs> oh my from God. all over the place, and they don't understand that. Yeah. And so now all these celebrities, it's going to turn into like another LA mm-hmm. where they can't be themselves. Speaking or feel of normal. kind of assaulting celebrities. Okay. <laughs> Good. Great leading. Yeah. Um, I used to work at Victoria's Secret. Okay. And my mom had just moved to Nashville. She was, it was our sophomore year and she moved. She came to visit me at work. There was like a sale. I was like, mom, come buy me things, please. <laughs> so we're like looking at stuff. All of a sudden, Faith Hill walks in. Oh, wow. My mother's a huge Faith Hill fan, like huge. And I'm, I'm, my mom's like, oh my word, Sam, look at this. She's like, like, sorry. She keeps like whispering to me. She's like, oh my word. Like you have, I have to say something. I'm like, mom, no, this is natural. We don't do that. We don't do that. She's like, I have to. Sam, I have to. <laughs> Walks across the store to Faith Hill and is like, grabs her. It's like, oh my word, I love you. And Faith Hill is like, um, she's like, thanks, thanks, thanks. You know, she's like, I just, I love you. Grabs her arm. The look of terror in Faith Hill's face, in like her eyes. I was like, oh my word. My mom doesn't know her. Like. They don't know each other. She could be, my mother could be crazy. She's coming off as crazy. I was like, mom, no. But she like walked away and I was like, mom, never again. No, this is Nashville. We don't do that. You've assaulted a celebrity. Yeah, you just, yeah, don't grab her. She's trying, She's trying to get some underwear. underwear. Yeah. Yeah, trying to look good for Tim. <laughs> she like some crazy lady grabbed my arm. I was like, oh my gosh. Oh. No, mom. Yeah, people. Yeah, they don't. Uh, for whatever reason, when you, when you're in the public eye like that, you lose all people lose all sense of you know humanity. I think mm-hmm. towards you, I know. They, just like they just like grabbing you or doing a picture. And uh, when I was on, I did Last Comic Standing, and when it aired, I was getting recognized mm-hmm. a lot. And I was in Walmart because that's where my people are. Obviously. <laughs> and this one guy comes up. He's like, oh, he's like, oh, I saw you on Last Comic Standing. I'm like, cool. He's like, can I get a picture with you? I said, yeah. So he takes a picture. And then, like, five other people see him. And then I, I took, like, seven pictures. Nice. But nobody knew who I was. Just oh, that well, one that's guy. The, that's right? the one. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. So everyone else saw it. They're like, oh, like, hey, man, I'm a fan, too. Like, you don't even he know what I do. Yeah. <laughs> he must be famous. <laughs> yeah, I'm a fan of that thing that you do. <laughs> obviously, this guy knows. But I was telling you a story. 
when I was in Vegas, I was walking, I had a similar situation. I'm walking in through the mall and these girls were behind me and they started giggling. And I heard them say that was him and I thought they saw my show and I was just like, so I got all egotistical and I'm like, how's it going? They're like, oh my God, we love your show. I'm like, thank you. They're like, yes, the history show, the pawn show. Like, <laughs> they, they thought I was chumly from pawn <laughs> That's who I get. At least you're saying like Marin, Marin Morris and, and you say Britney Spears. I'm getting chumly. All right. Chumly. And I think the guy from Smash Mouth once. Uncle Cracker, I've got a couple of times. So. That's amazing. Yes, that's that's where I'm at. Yeah, <laughs> that's where I'm at. So you went to your first football game. I saw that. Yes. Do you, do you both go? Yeah, yeah. It. we we ended up sitting separately just because uh, Ryan was able to get some season tickets from people that he knows, and so we gave them like the really nice seats, and then him and I just bought some cheapo seats. Like oh, my mom's birthday. Back. Yeah, it was part of. My mom's birthday, but I mean that stadium is so well built. No seat is a bad seat, yeah. so it was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Who'd they play? Colts. Oh, the Colts. See, okay. because my mom knows uh, where they went. That's mm-hmm. the connection. Indianapolis Colts. Right. And, I mean, don't tell anybody, but she was rooting for the Colts. Which, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I was too. I have a lot of them in my fantasy league. Did the Colts win? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty they, much. They, yeah. There was this, at this one point. It was funny because they were. I think there's maybe. A few minutes left on the clock. I don't want to give a specific number and be wrong. Um, and there was still hope. Like, you could feel it in the Titans fans. Like, there was just, okay, if we do this, then we need to get... If they score this, we need to get a touchdown to win. But if they do this, then we only need, like, uh, the field goal. Right. Okay. And so, <laughs> we're all kind of like, oh my gosh, we've got enough time. Like, you know, this is football. Anything can happen. And then the Colts, they fumbled the ball and the Colts picked up... They were at the, like, 20-yard line. Fumbled the ball. The Titans fumbled the ball. This dude, like, picked up the ball and, like, literally got a touchdown. Just, like, like right over. there. Oh, it was wow. practically walking. I was like... And then, <laughs> and then the mass exodus of Titans fans yes, just, just like, left. Oh, they're like, done. Just like, yeah. it was... Like, okay, we're done. So they were like, it, it's over. Yeah. <laughs> There's no coming back from that. But yeah. I, I looked at Brian and I was like, they could do that? But he just looks at me so pissed because he's... <laughs> I told him at one point I was like wait why do you root for this team and he goes that's the mark of a true Titans fans is when you ask yourself that why do I root for this team <laughs> he got but very... he's like a diehard loyal and uh, it was it was fun it was, that's awesome so I mean first football I mean there's something said to be said about being at a live game mm, because yeah. you, what you see on TV but when you're there you feel the energy 60,000 people I mean it's it's not a small thing it's yeah it's really cool uh so well, I mean growing up in in South Africa what kind of sports did you guys play sports yes I was on the swim team nice I'm very proud to say that my 10 year old self was number one in backstroke and nice. freestyle in my little division very she cool. said 10 year old self 10 year old self yes I still hold on to that I'm proud of that you gotta keep people it. are like oh my word you play sports Ten at ten years old, yes, right. I sure did. I was I was a pretty big athlete. I don't know if you knew this, but then, you know, <laughs> I was number kind of one. Famous. It's yeah. fine, it's fine. Um, and then we played netball, which is kind of like the British equivalent of British equivalent. They play netball in England. It's more. It, it's like a variation of basketball. Yeah, yeah, but it's not like the British version. 
I think Nickel originated in it. I don't know where it originated from, but <laughs> I just like to call it. Long story short, it's a very like basketball. basketball. Yeah. Okay. You can't run with a ball, right? So you can't travel with it. Oh, so how do you? I mean, how it's many? Just, it's extremely fast paced, and so you're literally just like. So you just kind of like people setting up, and you're throwing the ball to them. Yep, it's kind of like okay. dodgeball meets basketball, but you're not trying to knock the other player out of the ball. Right, you're just kind of chucking it at them. Yeah. To catch it, and then a lot of like foot yeah, and you shoot, and, and there's like two. Yeah. I don't like talking sports. My boyfriend's going to hear this <laughs> podcast and he's going to be like, why did you go into it? I think like, that's the worst part of it. He's going to be bad. I think the person thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't see that phasing him that much. It's going to be the sports talk and I'm going to look like an idiot. Oh. And it's all right. That's all right. Sports. Mm-hmm. Sports. Sports stuff. We're so hard. Oh, <laughs> gosh. Oh, my gosh. Uh, what else? In, uh, is soccer big in, in, in South Africa? Yes, but we never really got into that. No. It is, yeah. Rugby. Rugby, rugby, rugby is. Rugby yeah. is insane. Yeah. I mean, that's some real, like, football's tough. I played football, but. Yeah. I mean, rugby, you know pads, really. Yeah. Uh, and it's just brutal. Yeah. So the thing, what, because I'm. You know, everyone always talks about how rugby is a real man's sport and football is this sissy sport because of all the pads. But then if you really compare like what you're allowed to do for both sports, so rugby, you can't high tackle. It's all low tackles. So you're like hitting the waist and below. Right. But with American football, it's just like a free for all essentially. So that's the part that makes it a lot more dangerous yeah and i I played for seven years and i can i mean i've I gotten bloodied and battered it's uh it's not an easy sport Mm-mm. i've literally broken fingers and my went out and my coach just taped them up and i went back oh, in and played the rest not. of the game no nope. <laughs> nope. no i don't know so yeah man. yeah so good some dirt in it <laughs> i love you that's a great <laughs> that is a great accent or not accent, but you were doing like rubs from there. I like that. You should, should do more of that. Well, because uh, a lot of people know um, the dialect in South Africa does come from from British, right? It's it's is it, but it's not the same. No, um, yeah. So it is. South Africa once was a British colony, colony, um, as well as it's very Dutch inspired. So my mom's. Uh, Heritage is Afrikaans, which is from Dutch portion of the South African settlers. Um, so we do speak English and Afrikaans. Um, yes, so it is very British sounding, but it's a lot more flat. Right. Mm. It's kind of like That's a hybrid of Australian and British. Right. Or New, yeah, New Zealand, yeah. New Zealand and British. So Afrikaans, is that is that like, what would that be? It's a derivative of Dutch. Okay. And you speak that? Yes. Will you say something? Yeah. Uh, I'm really bad at it. Oh, wow. I mean, if anyone is listening and you're a true Afrikaner, I'm so sorry. Oh, yeah. I butchered that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right. So I... I could speak it more than she can. We both understand it really well. We could hold conversations. But I went back for three weeks to Africa and everyone, I was just like, you guys, I'm so sorry. I've lost, I've lost part. So is that what a lot of people speak? I mean, that's. Mm -hmm. It's the number one spoken language. There's 12 official languages. 11. 11. Oh, 11 now. Okay. No, we didn't just lost. (laughs) I don't know. We didn't just drop one. Like, oh. We're done with this. Not enough people speak it. So clearly I don't. 
remember a lot of time. <laughs> Gosh. Um, there are 11. Official. Me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, official languages. So wow. Afrikaans, I believe, is the number one spoken. Wow. Which you wouldn't assume, but a lot of um, the black people there will mostly speak Afrikaans first over English because... Especially in more rural rural parts. Wow, I can't speak today. It's all right. <laughs> we will make it through. Um, a lot of the rural farmers will hire um, will hire like black laborers for the day, um, and most of the farmers are Afrikaans because of the Dutch settlers. So that's why people are always like, oh, but it seems like it's English because we do. We have a large English population. Right. Um, but if you were to really take into account like the more rural areas. See, I never knew that. Yeah. I had no clue. You I know like... what's funny is that I learned that from Trevor Noah. Oh, really? Yes. Okay, he's from South Africa, uh-huh. right? Okay. Because yep. his family was, uh, they were, I remember hearing his family was part of the apartheid, mm-hmm. I believe, uh, and which was, uh, I don't want you to get into that. I don't think a lot of people don't know about it, but it was a uh, is that's that's not going on anymore, right? No, um, yeah. still a lot of tension. Yeah, right. Um, but because you can't fix a nation overnight. I mean, it, it's right. only been about thirty years, and if you think about America since civil rights, I, I believe it's been about fifty years. Wow! Don't yeah. quote me on that. Well, you're right. Yeah, no, well, the fifty. Maybe we should 40s. not be historians. No, no, I mean, you're <laughs> you're in the ballpark, well. yeah, because. I mean, it's still fresh. Give the benefit of the doubt. I know, but I'm, I'm trying. I appreciate the effort. Well, because, you know, if you think about America, that is a big, you know, that race tension is, you know, happening right now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, we still haven't worked through the kinks. Right. So if you take America with its ballpark figure of 50 years, mm-hmm. and if you compare it to South Africa's 30 years, right. you know, we, we've still got stuff to work out. Yeah, no, you're right. Naturally. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, tensions, I mean, from, well, from the end of slavery on, it's just been going on yeah. over a hundred years. Yeah. And yeah, it's, it's, it looks like it gets better. And then now it's, uh, with all this, uh, it, it, some it's fueling it. And I don't know if it's, it come. it seems to come in spurts here. Yeah. Whatever is, I want to say it's not popular, but whatever is media worthy, they kind of put it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I remember Trevor Noah was talking about, I don't know, his mom is black or his dad one of them is white and mm-hmm. and, is white. and if they were together they would got arrested right mm-hmm. that's that's yeah. that's crazy yeah. yeah but i mean yeah yeah growing pains right yeah that's how you got to get through that's Definitely. crazy yeah so sorry to interrupt i really like oh yeah <laughs> we, we can do that uh just in pain yeah <laughs> oh, <I'm> so sorry <laughs> you can get right through there and now for Thank the you. more professional yes, part of yes. the process <laughs> We'll uh, no. take a urine break. <laughs> <laughs> it's completely natural. And this is the part where you cut the music and it just goes. And we're back, folks. And welcome Elias. back. <laughs> you put in that like little audience thing. Yeah. Yeah, right. The Perfect. applause, like, here we go. Now's your time to spill it all by your sister. Yeah. Love it a bit. Sometimes drives me crazy, but she's freaking fantastic. Yeah, you guys are both pretty awesome. I, just the, the well, the second time we got to hang out, and the first time we, we talked, uh, I saw uh, one of your videos. Uh, was it something at Dollywood? Yeah, we did a week since a few years ago, a few summers ago um, at Dollywood. That was awesome. Yeah, I saw mm-hmm. the video for that. It was pretty cool. So, what was that? 
Well, we'll wait until she comes back out so you both can talk about that while she's uh, using the restroom. So, well, we'll put we'll put songs in too because you can. Uh, well, you can send me a couple of your songs and we'll throw it right in the mix on that. So, uh, you and Ryan are in Africa. Yes. And uh, did you stay with your family while you were there? Yeah, I stayed with my cousin. Okay, oh, the one that you you almost shocked in the labor. That's still funny. I have videos to prove it. Do you really? Oh yeah. <laughs> you put it on the on the YouTube's. No, I won't. She probably posted on Facebook. She's a lot more social media active than I am. Right. Um, but yeah, and she's Are back. You talking Oops. about me? Yes, we talk so Sorry. much. Now I can breathe normally. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was like, don't you know? Like you will yourself not to like give in. Like you know, pee yourself. I guess. <laughs> right. We're good now. What were we saying? <laughs> We've all been there. Yeah. Well, the first couple minutes we did definitely talk about you a lot. Okay. Uh, but I, I brought up, I saw the video of you guys were uh, in Dollywood. Yes. Yeah, I was going to talk about that. What, what was that like for you guys? It was great. It was a lot of fun because, I mean, so contractually we were just supposed we no not supposed to we were obligated to do three fifteen minute sets in the middle of like the intermission type act of the country show that they did um we were the uh, celebrities of the show yes which was so funny because like literally they would introduce us as the, uh, the celebrity act and we'd walk out and everyone would just kind of be like they'd be like do you know who that is like, <laughs> they still go along with us slow clap but like it's fine it was fine because by the <laughs> end of it you know we got a little bit more applause and what was fun is that we got to set up a table outside and we got to do some autographs and take photos and mm. So we, we had also, uh, you, you had your warm-up moment. We had our Dollywood moment. Right. We taking photos and stuff. So that was... Yeah, I saw that afterwards doing the... the what I mean, it's a good feeling. Mm. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Sometimes it gets on my nerves when I do it after shows, but I don't think you can really let it... I don't know. I, like I said, I would get hypocritical. You, to be blessed to be able to do what you do, there's got to be some stuff that comes with it. Yeah. Right. Well, we love it. I mean, for me, it was more like, why are you wanting to take a photo with me? That's it wasn't like annoying or anything. It was just like, but do you know me? me like, it's like me. Like what? Yeah. Like normal. Well, in your mind, it's you, but people see you on a stage and it's different because I right. feel that way too. I'm like, why? Why do you want to? I mean, I sang you three songs, but yeah, yeah. like <laughs> Netflix, right? <laughs> Netflix and chill. Yeah. Um, yes, the innocent version of yeah. that. Right, 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 right. Literally lying Literally. on the couch by yeah. yourself. <laughs> Chilling. That's how I take it too. Yeah, I get nothing. I'm like, oh, I'm just kidding. Here I am on the couch. What's the best thing you've seen on Netflix recently? Last night, Ryan and I watched Sherlock with Benedict Cumberbatch. So I watched, we watched the first two episodes. I But I love all things Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. Um, so he just turned me on to like this version of that whole... Is it a series or a movie? It's a series. Oh, a series? Yes. Nice. Yeah. But, and then we watch Stranger Things. <sighs> Love yes. Stranger yeah. Things. Oh, man. It's so good. Yeah. Did you see the video where they put the, like, Stranger Things track and then they put a rapper's rap over it? Uh-uh. Well, who's the rap? Chance? Is it Chance? No. No. It's a, but Gambino. Some, um, Ryan told me about it. Yeah. Um, you should look it up. It's yeah. awesome. Somehow it just works it and works fits. Nice. It's the theme song for Stranger Things, but then they superimpose the audio from this rap on top of it. Oh, wow. It's great. It's awesome. To check it out. Well, I, I liked it because I'm old and 
it, it has that feel. Nostalgic. Yeah, anyway. very nostalgic. Just the, the intro music, the way that it comes up, the whole, and then Winona Ryder's in it. Yeah. She's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, it's, it's good. I, I binge watched it. Yep. It's what Pretty I do. Pretty much. I mean, Ryan and I have a serious debate of whether we were going to pull an all-nighter to finish it or whether we should just, no, like, <laughs> go to bed and finish it the next day. Yeah. <laughs> How funny is that? We're making plans around like, well, I don't know what we got to do, but we need to put Netflix into our future. <laughs> our future plans it needs to be there. Yeah, I did that with uh, Narcos. I don't know if you've seen mm, that, but it is... It's on my watch list. Yeah. It's on your watch list? Yeah. It is awesome. I have so many shows. Do you guys watch The Walking Dead? I tried. At one point, AMC a few years ago had like a marathon leading up to like the latest season. I, th- I sat and watched six episodes, and it's kind of like, oh, I'm not much of like a okay. zombie person now. Right. I'm more of like House of Cards or explosions and stuff like that. Okay. I, I, I don't know. I just, I couldn't get into that show. People love it, though. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's crazy. Apparently, yeah. like, two yeah. beloved characters recently died, and people were crying about yeah. it. Yeah, uh, just on Sunday. Hey, that's like Grey's Anatomy. That's a real thing. Right. <laughs> kind of like, I was going to say, I love Grey's I was gonna say Game of Thrones, when, like, The Red Wedding or something. I didn't even watch the show, but... I don't watch it That either. one episode, like, four people died, and people cried. They had, like, reaction videos. The only thing I know about Game of Thrones is there's a lot of nudity and dragons, I think. Yeah. That's what I've yeah. heard. That's pretty much it. You're going to love Narcos, though. Narcos is hard for me because it's all uh, subtitled. Mm-hmm. That's speaking. what Ryan said. He but, wants me to watch that too. Oh, it's good. But yeah. you can't, I like to put background on when I do things, when I write, you know right. what I mean? But with that, you can't because you got to read it. Exactly. Because I don't speak Spanish, obviously. And I'm just like. <laughs> <laughs> and it is how I do it all. But I, I, that's just me. I'm, I'm ADD, I think. Because Facebook will, these videos. I was trying to do something the other night and I ended up watching a video of cats getting brain freeze. <laughs> I've seen, seen that. Have you seen? <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome, right? Uh, but I mean, that that was literally thirty minutes of my life. That was perfect. I couldn't. That was awesome. Yeah, uh, I couldn't stop watching it. Right. I, I watched it like six times, but these cats are just like, and then their faces just like, <laughs> yeah, a lost just freeze. Yeah, yeah just like what is happening here? Cats, just people are. Uh, we're making our animals as dumb as we are, <laughs> for sure. So. Uh, we, we I love it. We just been round and round in it. Uh, so I, we talked about it last time, and I'm not gonna let you off the hook for it either, uh, just because you wrote your first song when you were eight. Yes. And you gotta sing a little bit no. of it. You did. I know. You, <laughs> oh I know. We did it last time, and I think it was awesome. But so, yeah. Can you do that again? Sure. Yeah. Please be reminded that I was eight. And I said to the tune of Achilles, I believe I could fly. If it's not a Grammy win, I'm going to be upset. Right. You're going to be upset. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I wish I knew you better than before. Something, something I want more. Life isn't easy, but it is worth it just to know you. There is one thing on my mind, and that is love. And you are love, and I love you, Jesus. That's awesome. Hallelujah. There, Praise the Lord. There, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be for eight years old. That's awesome. Yeah. Because when I was eight, I, I didn't do anything. I was just, <laughs> I did nothing. I, 
I wrote that and put it on a little like cassette tape. I like recorded it and I gave it to my like the worship pastor at the time. Like I never got it back. Oh really? So that's the only copy that I have. So that one part where there's like no lyrics, I don't remember what it was. Oh. And so that's why I go, and then yeah. So. <laughs> well, so I mean, and I know we talked to uh, what influences growing up musically were. I because I, I would say I don't want to ever want to pigeonhole or put it in a box, but uh, what what are your what are your influences? Do you have? Whatever. I know you said like camp rock, so a lot of that. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't. That wasn't a big influence. I guess at the time it was. You know, whatever you listen to the most influences your mm. songwriting. Right. Um, well, growing up, all I remember is every single road trip we did was Celine Dion and Shania mm-hmm. Twain. Wow. So yeah, I love those two artists, and every time it comes on, it's just this huge nostalgic. Mm-hmm. Thing, no matter what the song is uh, from either power vocal lady uh, but right now honestly it's whatever we consider a jam yeah does that make sense so it's, nice. we just create the music we want to listen to nice. right and I feel like the biggest influence is just life I, don't, I mean we respect artists and you know we enjoy artists but we're never like oh let's be like them Right. Because there's already one of them out there. So why would people want to listen to a copy? Right. In, you know, in that sense. I Yeah, I, I'm not the big music consumer. Sam definitely listens to a lot more music. I, yeah, I really like it's, music. Especially in high <laughs> school, like people would look at my playlist and be like, oh my gosh, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, Sam put that on there. I have no <laughs> idea. I'd listen to it, but I, you know, would never find. My favorite thing in high school would be that Sam would never just listen to American music. She would always try to find, um, like, she would focus a lot on the British market mm. um, and even, like, whatever's popular in South Africa. And so, like, Ed Sheeran and uh, who else? One Direction, I think. At certain points, we'd be listening to them, you know, for a few months, if not a year, before they made it popular here. Oh, wow. mm. So I love that she was able to pick out certain British artists before they even made it big here that we'd be listening to. So I could be like, oh, my sister's just that cool. I've been listening to this <laughs> for a year. Yeah, well, you just heard <laughs> it about it. Like, like diehard fans, but really. <laughs> so is that how the, the market kind of circles? The, the British market kind of flows to South Africa first before it gets to... Like, yes. Yes, our music is actually almost, not entirely, it's very heavily British influenced, not only in culture, but also in the music. Because oh, wow. there's a lot of people that, you know, will make it big in South Africa, but won't make it big in America. Right. The American market is the hardest. It's the hardest to crack. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's well, so much. Naturally, you, yeah. yeah, I don't know why that is, though. I mean. I feel like there's just such an influx of music, so that when you make it, it's kind of like, you have to be... You have to be great to even get any, because there's just so many options. So, so many, you have yeah. to be great at it, and people enjoy great music. Yeah. Well, I think what you guys said, too, is one of the biggest parts of it, is not even just being, uh, uh, as far as talent-wise with singing, but having the having a unique sound, having a unique mm-hmm. style, because mm-hmm. that's yeah. what's really going to sell. Right. And when you're writing about life experiences, that's unique to you. Yeah. So that's how you get that. Mm-hmm. I think that's, that's a great way to approach it. So... Yeah. Uh, okay, so we got that. Obviously, uh, uh, saw the 
the videos you do and you have uh i saw you guys did uh a lot some country covers like you did a diamond rio song yes. way back in the day right so i went through it went through everything <laughs> went like, way listen, back. i went way back um, like, it was like what a beautiful mess something yes. yeah it was awesome that was also because one of the band members actually commented on that video if you scroll down oh really it's on facebook anyway but that was that was awesome as well as the i miss you by the henningsons one of the band one of the henningsons themselves like commented um on youtube and was like great kind of so it's i mean my mom grew up wanting to be a country music artist uh country singer and she literally as a child would dream about singing at the grand Ole opry and never in her wildest dreams did she ever think that she would be living in Nashville one day. Mm-hmm. That's great. Especially like her kids pursuing music. Now we're not country artists by any means, but so that, that but that was a big influence. So we grew up listening to country. Um, and I love country. The Diamond Rio song, I remember I would switch between like the pop Christian and country stations, you know, in my car. And that song came on and it was such I would get elated like mm-hmm. within myself hearing that song and so I was like Sam we have to cover this right I, but I couldn't find the name like shame on me because it's just like what a beautiful mess what a beautiful mess I'm in you'd right. think that was the title but I could never I always called like the middle to the end and they would never repeat the name and so it took me months to find that song oh really yeah I know it sounds stupid but I was young at the time folks <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it was and that actually that's one of the first like over a thousand views on the videos. Yeah, no, and you were playing guitar for that one, mm-hmm. right? Okay, yep. yeah. Hello. That's awesome. And you guys, so your singing styles—they're they're definitely unique to yourselves. Uh, but I see that you guys have such good control because there was—I think it was uh, the Wrecking Ball. I forget one of you guys went like really low, right? <laughs> Was that not? I don't know how to say if it's slow, but uh, I don't know, it's octaves or whatever, but yeah. you mm-hmm. just took it way down. I forget, was it you or? Depends on what part of the song it is because we switch yes. back and forth. Right. Um, so, how does I, that. I don't, I can't remember. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think too. If it's the pre chorus, then it was me, but if it's the end of the first chorus, then it's her. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I think it was because, yeah, when you went to the second, it just went. I was just thinking like, that's pretty crazy. <laughs> so is that I mean, was that that's obviously learned, right? Through school. I mean that's just to have that control, how do we how do you do that? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> um I not saying that I always had control, but I don't know. I don't know if it was learned or if it was just kind of happened. Probably was. I mean we were in choir all through high school, yeah. uh, we did show choir, you know, and then coming into college, obviously, even in high school, we're taking voice lessons and then going to a music degree college. Why can't I say that? I don't, I don't understand. Know. It's the School of Music <laughs> at Belmont. You studied music, not English. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There it is. Thank there you, you go. <laughs> She's got my back. Um, but yeah, I think you just pick it up. You, you, you can't really just go back and really think of the exact date like oh and this date i learned how to do this right we're just we're yeah. just gonna assume we learned it somewhere 
Right. That's fair enough. I know I ask these questions, and after they come out, I'm like, oh, that's probably a rough question. <laughs> We're going to go for it anyways. But I, I really like the, the unique, unique. Now I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> We're rubbing up on you. <laughs> words. Yeah, I do this for a living. Words. <laughs> Uniqueness that comes from, did you guys, like I said, I, the covers I enjoy immensely because, uh, I don't know, I, I just, we'll, we'll put them all up, but. Where did the, the Dark Horse, did you guys blend that together? Was that, how did that come about? The Katy Perry, the... I think we were in the car and we were driving somewhere and I think Dark Horse was playing and then I just started singing Clarity over it. And oh, I was wow. like, hey, this could be a really cool song. Because they go so well together. I've never heard it. It's definitely one we're going to put up on the website because, I mean, it's just, it's awesome. And I like the video as well. It's just very... Uh, I don't know how to. I don't know how to. I don't want to describe it. Do you guys have full control on the video, or do you have like the people that do it? Do they kind of direct you, or? How it's. Does... We definitely have a say in like what happens and like you know the process the of things. And... Yeah, but I mean there is some direction in like okay, move your face a little more to the right, or like you know little right. tweaks like that. But it's very much a collaborative situation. Nice. We don't. We never want to be like this is our show. You do what we tell you. It's right. like no, we're open to direction and critique and etc. Et so we yeah, we definitely there is an element of like we are boss ladies, right? And you know we definitely have a specific vision for our career and for each video. I I just love you know the video media medium. This is your worst We're doing podcast well. ever. No, it's great. It's like that Ashley chick is just dumb. People no, people um, love that. Um you know, it's just I love that it's a it really is an art form, you know, and you know, you have music as a way of capturing and expressing emotions, but then you have a whole other medium that you can put on top of that to uh enhance the emotion. Right. And so we love video. I mean Ryan is a videographer, photographer, you know, and so being able to see how he edits, you know, all of his things was extremely talented. Um, so it's it's really cool that I do music and he does video and, right. and yes. I love both. That's awesome. Yeah, it's kind of just yeah. like meant to be. You got to be, uh, so he must be a very patient man because <laughs> I, I just, editing just seems like yeah, grueling. I do it on this. It's not a lot of editing, but to sit down and do a video. Because I did a music video. We filmed uh, 48 hours, basically, for a four-minute video. Oh, yeah, so, that's yeah. that's how that goes. So somebody that's has to take this 48 hours and make it into four minutes. It's yeah. like, good luck, man. Yeah, yeah. Not for me. And that's the one of the good things about being in Nashville as well. We're just we're surrounded by so many creative people. And yeah. It's just... Not only is that community there, but it's also just a great learning experience and just, you know, helping and learning and growing, not only as individual artists, but also, like, just as the community. Why does it right. sound like a song? What? Oh. Talking and learning and growing. <laughs> I think it's we just, lame song. there we go. The right. <laughs> yeah, no, that's the top 40 right there. <laughs> so it's just, it's, uh, uh, I'll write it and get back <laughs> to you. Yeah, do, yeah. We'll have it out before the podcast here. <laughs> We'll throw it up there. Well, because I get into that, especially with country music. Uh, there's a big thing about how they're pandering to people. And uh, just it's not really 
there's two schools on it. There's like country music, country music. Then you got people that are like, well, this is old country music and this is new country music. And it's such a huge battle. And I guess I try to not be hypocritical on things. I don't really like the newer country. I'm set in my old school ways, but you still got to appreciate what they're doing. They're making songs that are obviously working. Mm. You can't hate them for it, but I'm trying to be more like Sam Hunt or these people. I'm trying to be mm. more. <sighs> He's trying, folks. I'm trying very Succeeding? hard. Right? Uh. Yeah. Well, because it's like my hatred for Sam Hunt, mainly because of skinny jeans. I don't like skinny I don't. I don't know if I want talk singing in country, but whatever. Um, but his song "Break Up in a Small Town" is a well-written song. <laughs> As you say, through gritted teeth. That's really hard. For me. Yeah, it was really hard for me to say, but I mean, I see why it's so popular because it's so relatable. You know, what I mean, everyone, people have been through that situation, so it's a well-written song. I don't know if I like the execution of it, but it's well-written. Kind of like the Wrecking Ball, the video. Maybe she should have focused more on the lyrics and let that speak for it other than having a shocking video. But that was her artistic. That's what she wanted to do. So, I mean, if you really were to look at that, I understand why she did it. Because, you know, a ballad is a ballad. A sad song is a sad song. And that can get really lost, you know, in the shuffle. And I guess by her doing the shocking video and putting that imagery with that song... Everyone was talking about it. Right. The song itself got heard. It didn't get lost in the shuffle. And everyone to this day can sing and knows that song. Right. You know, so whoever the songwriter was, regardless of how Miley Cyrus chose to execute it, the songwriter's song got heard. Right. You know. Which is the point at the yeah, end of the day. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, it was a good marketing strategy. Right. A bit of method to the madness. Well, yeah. she's very good. At, I mean, she did that MTV Music Awards where mm -hmm. she did that craziness. Mm -hmm. It was brilliant because yeah. that got super exposure. Yes. I mean, she did it with, uh, what's his face? Uh, Robert, Ro Robin? Okay. Yeah. Robin Thicke. Thicke. Yeah, That's yeah. right, yes. Robert Robert. That's not it. <laughs> not it at all. <laughs> not, even, not even close, a little bit. Uh, so the group, wow, we are over an hour. Awesome. It goes quick. <laughs> it really does. Um the group Elias, mm -hmm. where does the name come from? How did that come we, about? Um, in Indiana, we had a name, the Ash Sam Project. You know, like Ash, Samantha, and then like our band was going to be the project. Right. And like it's owed to like Camp Rock and High School Musical days. Just Pretty much. Very, you know, it's fine. <laughs> um, but coming to college, I, I just, it, I wasn't like married to the name. I was just like, I don't know, you know, and we kept... I kept like coming with, up with like different names and stuff, and essentially I just googled name meanings. I went, I went baby names. Like my mom probably thought I was trying to tell her something. Like, <laughs> my Google searches because I just right? I googled everything. Like all right, <laughs> so, man, we need to have a talk. What's happening? Um, and then I just came upon it, and I really like the meaning. And it's kind of um, Yahweh is God in Hebrew, and what is the other meaning? Mom said it the last time. Something about God is powerful God or is strength or strength or something like that. Or uh, God is strong or some yeah, something, something like along those strong. lines, yeah. And I feel like it really um fit us better, I guess. Because, you know, if, if ours, ours is spelled with an E, but if you put A in it, it's kinda like alias, it's kinda like that mysterious or whatever. And right. I feel like 
Right now, we're still trying to figure out our sound in that area. So it's kind of a bit of a mystery with that. And then with the meaning of it, you know, we want to... I mean, it is, you know, to put God at the center of everything. Mm -hmm. And every time Elias is said, and every time we're introduced as Elias, I mean, people are saying, Yahweh is my God. Mm -hmm. That's good. It is. It, it's derived from Hebrew. Um, it's another form of Elijah's name, the prophet Elijah. Mm. So it's, but it's also a great, honestly, it's a great safe way to talk about our faith. It is a big part of who we are. And it, people are like, what does it mean? And then you can just say what it means. And you can talk about what you believe versus everyone, you know, hi, my name is Ashley Hansworth. We're Christian. Do you know, <laughs> do you know Jesus? <laughs> right. No, What's definitely... your favorite part about music? Let's talk about God. Right, the Lord. <laughs> no, it's, it's something. Mm, no, no. <laughs> well, definitely it gives a good buffer into it, it to right. ease into it. Well, that's, I mean, and growing up with faith is awesome. I grew up in a very Catholic household, mm -hmm. uh, Roman Catholic, and uh, what, what were you guys? What what's what religion? It's Christianity, obviously, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. It's big in South Africa, well, in the world. <laughs> you know, it's the second. It's South Africa. You know, I think it's the second biggest religion in the world, next to. Uh, is it second? It might be second to the Muslim. I think it, I, I, yeah, that doesn't sound wrong to me. <laughs> Making up stuff. Yeah, Here we go. That's what we're this doing. This podcast is full of legitimate facts. Yeah, all yeah. the facts are real. Don't 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 fact check it. Just let it go. So, but growing up with that, and your mom instilled that into you. That's awesome. And I think because that gives you a good attitude about a lot of things and how you approach whether or not you want to believe in the Bible or if you want to believe in God, you know, and I don't ever push that on anybody, but I, I do, I have my faith, but I think everyone should have faith in something. Mm -hmm. I mean, that spirituality, the faith is what keeps, I remember when I was, I went to Catholic school, I went to Christian high school, mm -hmm. all my whole school career, I guess, is it a career I had to go. So, <laughs> but, so I remember one time our priest asked us a question and the question was this. We had to write an essay on it. If you had the choice, would you want to know if God existed 100% for sure, yes or no, and why? And I, mainly to be a smartass, but it ended up turning to be something profound for me. I'm like, no, because if you knew, you would lose a lot of that faith, I think. you know, Not knowing 100% for sure is where the faith comes from. You have to have faith in the fact that, you know, He's there and he's he's prevalent. So I think not knowing is is better. Yeah. So maybe. I don't know. I got a good grade on it. <laughs> That's all I know. I didn't have to write a lot, which made me happy. <laughs> yeah. So I think you guys are in a good place though. I mean you're making music that you want to listen to, you want to make, and uh, that's going to translate into people that definitely want to listen to it. Your covers are awesome because of what you said. Uh, just the fact that why would you want to listen to a carbon copy of something? Right. So you take it, you put your own spin on it. I, I love it. It's amazing. I listen to it at least once a week. I just go mm -hmm. through and jam on it. <laughs> um, people Thank wouldn't, you. oh, yeah, no, it's awesome. I love it. Uh, just uh, something about music that just puts you in a mindset. And when you hear, I, I, when you hear, when you hear somebody sing, when you know it comes from the heart, that's awesome. And you can tell that every time you guys open up, it's coming from there. So don't ever lose that. So I'm going to ask you before we go, because we're 100, 110 minutes. No, one hour, 10 minutes in. This is the podcast of words, people. We're using words. This is the title. 
This is a test <laughs> podcast of words. Good stuff sounding. Uh, we guys, we do a little bit of a, a acapella for us, if you don't mind. Sure. Um, what do you want to sing? We spoke about Bombs Away. Is that, do you want to do a snippet of that? Sure. Just a chorus? Lower the key, obviously. <laughs> You're not moving. Um, <laughs> well, because I'm trying to think of what part would like sound good. Just a chorus. Okay. Ready? So pick your key. Okay. Or just the original. No, just I'm sorry. This is great. Yeah. This is this is the part. Decision making. Like, no, I love it's great. I'd like to see the process because you kind of. Let's do this together. This is terrible. We're going to pick a different song. Do, yeah, this is good. Glad I know the words of the own. This is too reckless. Oh, okay. There we go. There we go. Um, you were reckless. You're in and out, running around, flying from the start. Just reckless. It's other girls and I'm a world. You're pulling me apart. I won't let you. Awesome. All right. Great. And then we always end the podcast with, uh, if you guys will say, y'all come back now you're here, I would appreciate it. In what accent? However you want to do it. Y'all come back now you're here. Ooh, I'm going to let you do that. That was great. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's like, oh, can you can you speak in an American accent? I'm like, no, absolutely not. No, not even I'm a little? I'm terrible. No. Or we can go, you all come back now. You all come back now. You here? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Thank you, guys. <laughs> Thank you. I'm with